G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and angels. The psalmist writes in Psalm 148 verses 2 to 5 Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his heavenly hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded and they were created. There has been in the Western world after the, over the last few years a great deal of interest in angels. Any bookstore will have hundreds of books written by people claiming to either be some form of authority on angels or as a messenger relaying a message from angels for us humans to hear. Amazon.com had over 20,000 different titles when I did a search on there about angels and books. And I'm convinced that the vast majority of these would not be written from a Christian or even a biblical viewpoint. So what does the Christian Disciples Authority, the Bible, say about angels? Well, angels are mentioned frequently in the Bible, at least a hundred times in the Old Testament, and about 175 times in the New Testament. And we know that they are created beings from that passage I read earlier in Psalm 148. And they are probably created before humanity. Job 38 verse 7. Hebrews 1 verse 14 tells us that these spiritual beings also serve humanity who are inheriting salvation. They can appear in human form as in Abraham's visitor in Genesis 13 and the angel of the Lord. They do not die, Luke 20 verse 36, and they do not marry, Mark 12 verse 25. And from the other information we have, we know that they are personal, intelligent, and able to communicate with, with humans. They have a will, 2 Peter 2 verse 4, and they're separate from humanity, 1 Corinthians 6 verse 3, and that they are powerful, yet also finite. There are large companies of angels, Revelation 5 verse 11, and they do not naturally increase unless God creates more. They are organized and there are ranks of angels. For example, Michael the archangel, Jude 9, and there are legions of angels, Matthew 26 verse 53. Cherubim are another class of angel. Their job was to protect, Genesis 3 verse 24, and they are also seen on the Ark of the Covenant. Exodus 25, 17-22 And what is their service? What is their ministry? As the Greek word angelos means messenger we know that they carry God's message in times such as at the birth of John the Baptist and of Jesus, Luke 1 For Elijah they provided food, 1 Kings 19 For Daniel they protected him from the lions, Daniel 6 And we also know that they ministered to Jesus after the temptations in the wilderness. Matthew chapter 4, verse 11. And this personal service, however, does not justify the thinking that some people have that we all have a guardian angel. We also know that angels were created to be holy, Matthew 8, verse 38, and that they praise and worship God, Psalm 89, verse 7. And this can be seen in their rejoicing at God's handiwork, Revelation 5, 11-12, rejoicing in the conversion of a sinner into a, 
coming into relationship with God Luke 15 verse 10 and we know that they rejoiced in the birth of Jesus Luke 2 verse 13 they watch over Christians Hebrews 1 14 Psalm 24 7 Psalm 91 verse 11 and that they carry out God's judgment 2 Kings 19.35 Matthew 16 verse 27 Daniel 10 to 12 would seem to intimate that they also guide nations and the early chapters of the book of Revelation seems to indicate that churches have angels to watch over them finally there's one job that angels do not have and that is the job of spreading the gospel it is for Christian disciples to do this as commanded by Jesus in Matthew 28 God obviously thinks it's a much more efficient and effective method for us humans to spread the good news of Jesus Christ rather than getting angels to do it and then there are fallen angels at some point in time some angels obviously chose to rebel against God 2 Peter 2 4 Jude verse 6 their leader is Satan and these fallen angels are called wicked Matthew 12:45, and evil Acts 19 verse 13 we know that they know Jesus and his, and his authority and that they know their eternal fate is destruction and torment Matthew 8 verse 29 to 31 and because of this their desire is to take as many humans with them as possible so they tempt humans to disobey God as in Genesis chapter 3 they possess people Mark chapter 5 and they give inspiration to false teachers Galatians chapter 1 and how can we know the difference between unfallen angels and these fallen angels well we listen to what they are telling us if what they say is, is bringing all glory to God then they are truly from God for in the biblical accounts they always give the glory to God if they don't do this then they cannot be from God and there are two additional dangerous teachings about fallen angels and it's this firstly we forget that they are not our only enemy as Christian disciples there is also our old nature trying to rear its ugly head Ephesians chapter 2 and there's also the world that's against us James chapter 4 verse 4 of course Satan and his fallen angels can use our old nature and the world to tempt us to disobey God but the old nature and the world are also two of our foes and secondly there is the danger that fictional Christian novels concerning the spiritual world and satanic darkness can be turned into factual doctrine regardless of the lack of biblical warrant in those books there are demons under every chair and under every rock and there is no, as I said, no biblical warrant for it so how do we interact with angels particularly the unfallen ones and if you saw an angel and an angel appeared to you how would you react? would you be afraid as the woman at Jesus' tomb seemingly were when the angel told them about Jesus having risen from the dead? Matthew 28 verse 5 would you bow to worship them like the apostle John endeavoured to do before the angel rebuked him and said do not do it I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets and of all who keep the words of this book worship God Revelation 22 verse 9 we know from these and other Bible stories that humans have seen angels Jacob did when on his way to meet Esau in Genesis chapter 32 as did those who witnessed 
Jesus' ascension. Acts 1 verse 10. As they are God's messengers, they need to be listened to, as well as allowing them to serve and minister. And by practicing hospitality, particularly to those we don't know, we may well be unaware that we are entertaining angels, according to Hebrews chapter 13 verse 2. We know that angels are not to be worshipped, both according to Paul, Colossians, Colossians 2 verse 18, and to the angels themselves, Revelation 22 verse 8 to 9. Also according to Paul, we will be judging the angels, 1 Corinthians 6 verse 3. Perhaps one of the best books on this subject is Angels, God's Secret Agent by Billy Graham. It is well worth a read and for your further study. For more to think about, please do ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend, so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. Read Revelation chapter 7 verse 11 to 12 how does this encourage me to worship the Lord even more than I currently do question 2 read Hebrews 13 verse 2 what change could I make in regards to offering hospitality question 3 read Psalm 91 verse 11 to 12 how does that encourage me in my day to day life as a Christian disciple. As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. Thank you, and God bless you.